Dustin Five Star here, letting you know that Memphis Wrestling is back in its old time slot every Saturday at 11 a.m. Instead of turning on your TV, tune in your radio to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only radio show in Memphis that brings you wrestling talk every single week. Listen to me and my tag team partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling on the radio with some of the biggest names in the industry during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Guarantee you never miss a show by listening on demand at CerritoLive.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts and take that subscribe button to Slap City. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of rhythm and bruise. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin Five Star. talk wrestling on the radio what's up i'm your host your hero kevin cerrito dustin five star will join me momentarily uh, he'll be here and uh, a little bit later on in this hour we're going to be joined by conrad thompson of the something to wrestle with bruce pritchard, pritchard podcast which announced they're coming and they're gonna do a live show very close to here here um later on in 2018 so we'll talk to conrad about that so also on the card today we're gonna be joined by jerry the king lawler the king himself uh jerry lawler uh, will join us here on the program in just a moment because we're gonna start the show with the king but so coming up conrad thompson dustin five star will be in studio we'll talk about some some interesting uh memphis related uh wrestling news of the week but we do talk wrestling here on the radio every saturday and we're going to start the show today with the king of Memphis, the king of wrestling. He is Jerry Lawler, and he joins us now. What's up, King? Oh, me right now, Kevin. How are you? <laughs> How are you doing? Good morning. Um, all right, well, first things first, I want to know what's going on with the XFL. I want to know if you've talked to Vince McMahon about the XFL since it's been announced. I have not. I have not I've not really heard anything about it other than, the, other than the fact that, you know, he made the announcement. And one of the things that I found really interesting about it was the fact that, um, uh, he said, "This is going to be the last time you hear from me talking about the XFL." I said, he's, he's going to put it in the hands of football people, and it's going to be all about football. I did hear him say, "You know, there's a, no tie-in whatsoever with the uh, with the wrestling end of it with WWE at all. It's going to be all football." And so uh, I, I did, and now I don't know where I saw it, but I did see a, a I guess what was a preliminary list of what may be. Some of the cities, uh, I think it's going to be eight teams to start out with, and uh, Memphis was on that list. So, 
Yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's I, we, all I know. right. I think we would start on any type of rumor list right now since we had a team before, of course, the Memphis Maniacs. But yeah, the, the lack of WWE connection means that I guess you won't be doing the kickoff shows for XFL gotcha. games. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no XFL kickoff shows with the King. Uh, <laughs> no. Do you think they'll have Peter Rosenberg on there? Uh, I would doubt it. No, <laughs> he's, he's not a he's not a football guy. I don't think there's there's so much uh, rumor. So anyway, just just can you can you assure Memphians that if you do interact with Vince McMahon anytime here in the next couple of months or any, the next time you see him or talk to him, you'll casually mention that Memphis is excited about the XFL and they would love a team. Well, I sure will, I, and I, I think he knows that. But you know, Memphis. I mean, we really supported the uh, we really supported the Maniacs well. I, I I did. I called the game Jr. and I in a couple of different cities, Memphis being one of them. And uh, we were we were down in Orlando for a couple of games. And and uh, man, the Memphis the Memphis response was just it was great. Right. All right. We're talking with Jerry Lawler. So yeah, you 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 are the direct line. To, the only direct line that, that I think the city has to Vince McMahon. <laughs> so pass the word along. Just kind of casually bring it up to him. Uh, I will see Vince probably the next time I'll actually see him. will be at WrestleMania coming up pretty soon. Oh, and, and he's, uh, he's going to be busy. <laughs> well, uh, I'll definitely drop the word to him there. Okay, cool. We talked uh, about, um, for a second, I, I mentioned Peter Rosenberg. So you almost got in a fight, according to the Internet, with Mark Henry. You you brought this up <laughs> on your on your podcast. <laughs> no, it was nothing like that. I, did, I, did, I, said, uh, I said I felt like I would get called on the carpet by Mark Henry. As I, if the first, he was like the first person I saw when I went there for the uh, um, uh, the Royal Rumble show, and he just said, he was just sitting there, and he, I mean, you know, he was all joking, but he said, "King, man, you might have to fight." <laughs> I said, "What? What are you talking about?" He said, "You, you got my, you got my buddy Pete Rosenberg all down in the dumps." <laughs> How's that? He said, "He thinks you don't like him," <laughs> and so anyway, that's that's just the way the conversation. And I told him, you know, I don't, I, I really. I mean, I I don't know Pete Rosenberg. The only time I ever see or hear Pete Rosenberg is when I'm with him on the air, which is not, you know, not all that often. And it's just, I mean, it's for a few minutes or, uh, uh, I, I, I guess he's a, a radio guy that has a radio show or something in, in New York or somewhere. I don't know. But anyway, I don't have anything against him. But I think that where we got off on the wrong foot was I mispronounced his name. I thought it was Rosenbaum or something. But <laughs> the first time I was on the air with him, I called him Pete Rosenbaum, and and he took offense to that. And um, but that's that's I mean, there's no problem with me and Pete. So you, uh, Peter Rosenberg, who's uh, the podcaster for ESPN about about wrestling, also has a, a show in New York, does the pregame shows for those who don't know who we're talking about. Kind of new to WWE over the past couple of, or this really the past year. Okay, so but you, but Mark Henry has been around for a while. Didn't you help train him in Memphis, or he was at least got his start here in Memphis? And then, of course, you uh, were in his first ever match in WWE on television. Uh, I was his first ever match, yeah, and and uh, you know I don't remember if Mark was part. I don't know. I don't remember if Mark came down. Did he come to Memphis first? I think with, he did. When we had the Power Pro thing going, I think he was here for a minute, but I'm uh, not exactly sure of uh, what he did here. But uh, I'll look that. I'll look that up. I don't because that yeah, was. Yeah, but I, yeah, I did have his first match ever in the in the WWE with him, and I'll never forget. You know, of course, their ability you know, to. It's the world's strongest man, and and he made a believer out of me. It was like, uh, we, you know, we did the old move early early in the match where, 
I, I, I looked at him, sized him up. Then I ran, hit the ropes to come off with it, try to, you know, give him a tackle, knock him off his feet. And of course, boom, I, I, it was like hitting a brick wall. And I went down, got up. I said, hmm, well, let me try it one time if at first you don't succeed. So I hit the ropes again, come after me even harder. Boom, I hit it, brick wall again. Down I go on my back. I got up and said, well, third time's a charm. I reared back, hit the ropes again. Here I come 100 miles an hour. And he sidesteps me and just swats me on the back with his, with his big bear paw, it was like, that's what it felt like I got hit with. And it knocked me, I mean, just just him just like swatting me as I went by, uh, it increased my momentum. It knocked me through the ropes, unintentionally now. I didn't mean to do this at all. It knocked me through the ropes all the way. I went flying all the way out to the floor. Now, remember back then, the, the WWE used these, um, uh, now they have, they have like a padded wall that goes all the way around the ring. Back then, they were just using those metal uh, metal barricade things, you know, that they would sit in between the between the front row and the and the ring. And it knocked me. I, I landed on the floor and went sliding right over with my face right up against one of the the bottom of one of that metal the metal barrier there. And and the way I came when I came to a stop, I'm just looking right up into the eyes of Vince, who is sitting there at the announce table calling the match. And his eyes, his eyes were like really big, like oh my god. And mine were the same way. And I think you know we just had that that uh, instant uh, nonverbal communication there with when I was just saying, yeah, this guy is the strongest man in the world. But uh, he, he, Mark's Mark's a good guy. I mean, we've we've gotten along well. He and you know throughout his career. Well, yeah, well, apparently, yeah. Apparently, he did have a brief, very early, his first year in the business, which is kind of remarkable when you think about it. Because Kurt Angle spent quite some time, an Olympic gold medalist in wrestling, spent quite some time training in in Memphis. Mark Henry didn't, who was an Olympic uh, athlete in weightlifting, but uh, he was here for a second. And apparently, at a tag team match, you teamed with Scott Bowden. This was in the USWA because we got Dave Brown. Uh, on the mic here on this. We got some audio. Let's listen, King. Congratulations to Mark Henry and welcome to the World Wrestling Federation. We cannot wait to see you in action. Hey, and welcome to the Big One Expo Center Friday night. Boy, after watching that, I'm ready to, to pay for a ticket to go yeah, see that. Know, Let me I tell know. you. You loved the Olympics, didn't you? I did, and I, he's great. I'm sure, yeah, he's great. He's great at lifting weights. Big deal. You call weightlifting a sport? I don't even call weightlifting a sport. What the? Picking up something heavy and putting it back down again? I call that indecision. Don't you? I mean, why is that a sport? Big deal. He's pushing around those barbells. Let me tell you something, Mark Henry. Barbells don't push back. You're going to be in the ring with the king and, whoo, scary Scott Bowden. Let me tell you something. Scary Scary Scott Bowden. You remember that now? (laughs) I do not. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll send you the video. Maybe you can play it on your classic uh, Memphis wrestling show. Well, you know what? Speaking of that, uh, my... Uh, we have a new edition tonight at eight o'clock uh, of the Classic Memphis Wrestling Show, and we and you because you mentioned him just a minute ago. We show the we reshow the first match ever that Kurt Angle had here in Memphis, oh, and it was back. But we I've got Randy Hales on as uh, the special guest, and we go back through some of the Power Pro uh, years that uh, and some of the Power Pro matches that we had here in Memphis, and that's when the WWE was kind of sending down a lot of their developmental talent we were the, the memphis area became the developmental what what basically nxt is now uh for the for the wwe back in that time and they were there were a lot of guys that um you know that the wwe sent down here to try to get well just uh, it was it was a place for them to get to work every you know almost every night of the week rather than up there they would get to you know actually be on tv maybe one time a week or 
or not even that much if they weren't, you know, if they weren't really ready yet. Right. This was the last remaining territory. It really was the before NXT. Memphis was NXT, and it was during the Monday Night Wars. It was during the peak of professional wrestling, and it's really one of the most undocumented uh, times of Memphis wrestling because there was so much going on down here, and there's not as much stuff. Like Mark James will write oodles of books, but and you'll see st- stuff online about classic Memphis wrestling, but not much about that era that that ni- that late '90s era uh, where Memphis wrestling was training Kurt Angle among other other different superstars. So that is that is uh pretty cool. So Yeah, one of the one of the one of the matches that we're gonna show on the on the show tonight is uh uh and by the way, of course it's on channel thirty, comes on at eight o'clock and we're gonna we're gonna have a watch party. Kevin I wanna invite you, we're having a watch party down at the my club on Beale Street. Randy Hills, who I said is the guest, you know, he was the he was the promoter of the Power Pro wrestling at the time and and so he's going to be down there and i'm going to come down and we're going to watch the show down at the club so if anybody has got anything better to do eight o'clock comes on at eight o'clock come on down join us on beale street and watch that but uh one of one of the cool matches was i don't know if you remember that that time uh they did the first ever outdoor it was live and it was outdoors it was uh like a rumble on the river or something like that or it was uh uh down at down at Tom, Tom Lee Park. And they they set up the ring outside. Thousands of people were there, and it was uh, it was a it was actually a prime time wrestling show. I think it was on at seven or eight o'clock at night, and uh, we did a live show from the river. And and Randy Hales came out and crowned a new king. It was like I had I had left and gone to the WWE for good, and he brought in this uh, this big giant, the, the guy that was, was another developmental guy from the WWE turned out being the. Uh, oddities or what was his name giant it wasn't that giant gonzalez guy but it was uh it was another one of those guys from the oddities uh, i'd have to look that yeah one up, yeah but. yeah so you've got clips of this tonight on the show oh yeah like the like the entire match yeah so I'm, I'm so fascinated by this uh this time in memphis wrestling because randy hells was running power pro wrestling at tv5 but then eventually right. we had memphis championship wrestling pop up i believe on channel 30 as well uh, right at the time, so there was one on Channel Five, one on Channel Thirty. One was filmed at the casinos, and one was uh, live from the studio. And you were a part of Power Pro for for like you at least had a cup of coffee with Power Pro, but then you ended up being with the Memphis Championship Wrestling, but mostly with WWE. Like, what was going on at that time? <laughs> well, uh, actually, that was after that was after the demise of the USWA, and um, the the people that that bought the USWA company. Uh, unfortunately, ran it out of business. They, you know, they they bought something that they didn't know how to how to run. We had had a we had had a USWA company uh, working there in Memphis for a number of years, very successful. And uh, all of a sudden, these guys bought the company, didn't know what to do with it, and within probably six months, they were out of business. So we they, we uh, R- Randy Hale started up the Power Pro Wrestling. Then then Corey Macklin started up a, a, another wrestling company on that was on channel 30 power pro was on channel five. And all of a sudden we had two competing wrestling companies in them. Well, well, how did you choose who you were going to be on with? <sighs> That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> that may be, on, that may be on the show tonight. Okay. I think I wound up, I think I wound up going back and forth between the two. I know you. I know you were. You definitely were part of both both organizations. And of course, one Randy Hills was running power pro and Dave Brown was of course, uh, hosting that one. And then you had, Corey Macklin, 
with the spinoff. And then eventually, though, the WWE contract went from Power Pro to Memphis Championship Wrestling. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm very fascinated. I can't wait to see what you guys say about it on the show tonight. Um, what? Uh, speaking of your show, I've, I've heard some rumors. I've heard rumors that your show might be getting a, a, a permanent time slot, maybe even on Saturday mornings. Is this true? Are these rumors true? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I mean, I've, I've met with uh, the people at Ch- Channel 30, the general manager, and uh, – the director of sales and uh, the sales manager uh, just just last this past week, and um, they didn't really say that we couldn't announce it. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I guess uh, yeah, starting hopefully starting in April. The plans right now are for the show to go every week uh, with a new new show every week and every Saturday morning at eleven o'clock. Oh wow! So right now you're doing monthly. You're doing monthly, right? And well, we, yeah, we do. In other words, we do one new show a month, and right. the show shows three times a week. It shows the first or second Saturday, which like like tonight is the second Saturday of, of February. So it's showing tonight at eight o'clock. Then the same show will show again next Saturday at five p.m. And then it'll show the following week on Sunday at uh, noon. But starting in April, we'll have a, a single week, and it'll be on Saturday mornings at eleven o'clock. The old tried and true for Memphis wrestling. Oh, no. That's the same time we're on, King. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're going to war here. It's <laughs> Memphis Championship Wrestling versus Power Pro all over again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right. We're talking with Jerry the King Lawler. Before I let you go, I do want to ask you. So, that's, uh, so Memphis Wrestling returning to Saturday mornings on television. That is that is uh, uh, big news breaking right here uh, on the program. But uh, last thing I wanted to ask you about, because we talked about so many different wrestlers and, and keep focusing here on the late nineties here in Memphis, uh, underrated time of Memphis wrestling. And of course the rock wrestled, uh, here, uh, in Memphis during that time. And th- this has been going, I don't know if you follow the rock on Instagram. I know you got an Instagram page, but the rock has been, I po- do, you know what? I don't, I follow him on Twitter, but uh, what the, I, I really need to check him out on Instagram. What's he done if on you go, there? If you go to his Instagram page, he's been posting pictures of himself working out, which, um, I, I never see you do. I don't post those either. That's a, that's I leave that I leave that to the rocks and the dust and stars of the world. But he's been posting pictures of him like working out, and he's wearing a flex Kavana shirt. Uh, oh, really? With like it's a he's got a flex Kavana shirt that has 1996 on it. So I guess this is the first year hang of this. So you're not getting any royalties off of the uh, the flex Kavana name and a t shirt. <laughs> no, uh, and I, you know I actually I did not come up with the with the name flex Kavana. Uh, that was that was something that the Rock or either somebody in the WWE, uh, you know, kind of labeled it on him or put on him there. I I, I never liked that name, uh, <laughs> and I don't think he did either. But it was just something that they threw on, you know, uh, while he was uh, in training down here. But no, I I'm, I don't get any Royals off of anything the, that the Rock did. <laughs> somebody that's really upset about that is is uh, downtown Bruno or Harvey Whippleman. But, of course, here in Memphis, he was downtown Bruno because he let The Rock. I mean, when The Rock, you know, you hear The Rock talk about when he came to Memphis at the time, he only had $7 to his name, right? Well, (laughs) downtown Bruno let The Rock stay with him for free. He had a trailer, lived in a trailer park then, down in Walls, Mississippi, and he let The Rock stay with him for months and months, uh, never charged him a dime, and, and and Bruno says, never got so much as a thank you. And you would think now 
you know, that he's <laughs> this big bazillionaire, uh, Hollywood superstar, that he would at least call up and say, Hey Bruno, here's a here's a couple bucks for all the time you let me stay at your place. But uh, so, but he's never he's never uh, reached out to Bruno and, and thanked him for letting him stay there all that time. Well, it, it beats that way sometimes, I guess. But the, <laughs> that's the, what Mama says. Yeah, the uh, well, that's well, that's interesting that the Rock hasn't hasn't done it. You think he'd buy him a a, a double wide down there in Walls or something? Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I just I'm, I'm sure. But I, I love the Rock. I mean, Dwayne is a great guy, and he's he's uh, I mean, he's a super guy. I mean, when you're when you're around him now, he's the same as he was when you when you know when he was Flex Cavana here. Uh, it, it, that's the way he treats people, and I'm sure it's just not something that is that has either slipped his mind or he just hadn't thought about it or hadn't been reminded of or whatever. Because I know that uh, Rock takes really good care of his dad, and uh, it was it was funny we had a. The thing on where The Rock, back when I was wrestling against The Rock's dad, Rocky Johnson here, The Rock's very first time that he was ever on a TV show, he was just like a little baby. We were doing a Christmas show back when our our wrestling show was on Channel 13. Back in the, gosh, it had to be like 1975 or 76, something like that. And then we went out, we sent our cameras over to, Rocky Johnson's house, and there he was with his wife, and there was little Dewey. He was, looked like he was about maybe three or four years old, or something like that. And that was that was the Rock, and and he kept he kept making noises and interrupting the uh, interrupting the Rock or, or interrupting Rocky's uh, Christmas interview. And so that was his first ever time being on a television show in his in his entire life it was right here in Memphis. Well, yeah, the the rocks Memphis. He's in the Memphis uh, connections. So there, there's plenty of them, and uh, he's now honoring that heritage uh, that he has uh, here uh, in Memphis. His Memphis wrestling heritage by wearing a, a Flex Cavana 1996 shirt. That um, That's cool. we're just trying. We don't know where to get. We're trying to figure out. There's so many fans who want to buy it, but he's not posting like how you can get any of this merch. So maybe he's not selling it. It's fascinating that nobody. Usually in the wrestling business, right? Everybody wants to claim that they came up with the idea. Nobody will claim that they came up with the idea of Flex Cavana. I know, and you know, Jim Jim Cornette and I were talking the other day. Somebody somebody posted a picture on on the internet of you know how they have. Uh, I guess it was Paul Heyman was. I'm a, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Those those shirts came out first, I guess from the uh, from the WWE, and then uh, somebody somebody did one that said I'm a Jim Cornette. And I saw that. Then I saw one of a picture on the internet, and I, but I never got a hold of the shirt. I didn't know who did it or how to get it. But it said uh, the shirt said, "I'm a Sam Bass guy," and I would I would love to get my hands on one of those. That was that would have been that would be the best ever. Uh, we're gonna find out if that shirt actually exists. That's a, that would right. be a cool that would be a cool Memphis wrestling shirt for definitely for Mark James's collection of of the classic exactly. classic. Memphis. Yeah, Mark. I think Mark told me that he was he would make sure I got one somehow, but I still haven't seen it yet. I'm a Sam Bass guy, the King's original uh, manager. So we, our, our buddy Alfred, tuning in, uh, tweeted at us that Giant Silva is the, the that giant. That was him, yes, Giant, giant Silva. Silva. That was him exactly. He is. Uh, he'll be he'll be on the show tonight. And of course, uh, if you remember that time, that was the that was the time that uh, Stacy, my my girlfriend at the time, and turned out later on to be my wife. And and uh, you know that. I was just getting her. She got into the wrestling business and and went on to become a WWE Women's Champion. 
later on in a, in a WWE diva, but she was just getting her feet wet in in the match, and you'll you'll see her jump in there and try to save me, and that and that led to a big uh, battle between she and Randy Hales there at Power Pro Wrestling. All right, so tonight the show is on at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock tonight. Yeah. Watch party at 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 your restaurant on Beale Street, King J. Lawless Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. You can go down there, and you will be there and your guest, Randy Hells, who's there all the time, um, managing the restaurant. And uh, cool, we'll tune in for that. And then coming up in April, we'll be uh, head-to-head. oh <laughs> On Saturday <laughs> Hey, before morning. April, uh, coming up in the March, I think, the, let's see when is the March. I'm, anyway, February, March. Oh, is it March? I think March the 4th. We're going to do, be doing a. Uh, it's going to be our one year anniversary of the opening of the grand opening of our restaurant out on uh, Germantown Parkway. Oh yeah, uh, Memphis Jerry Lawler's Memphis Barbecue Company. And if you remember back then, we set up a ring out there and uh, had some live matches. And, and we're going to do the same thing on March the fourth. Is it on but, Sunday, Saturday or Sunday? That's a Sunday. Yes, yeah, so Sunday. Yeah, March fourth. That's definitely March the fourth. So Sunday, March the fourth. Uh, the one year of King Jerry. Lawler, that's the Jerry Lawler's Barbecue Company out there. Yep. Out on Germantown Parkway, we're going to set up our ring right there out in front of Target and Walmart and, and, and set the ring up and do some live matches to celebrate the anniversary of our of our, our barbecue restaurant out there. And I matter of fact, I just ate lunch out there yesterday. And I, sometimes I, I'm on the road so much that I don't get to go by there as often as I like. And I, I, it slips in my mind how darn good the food is. Oh, my gosh, I had ribs and fries and baked beans yesterday. It was so uh, I'm, if you want to have lunch with the king, I'm going to start hanging out there a lot more often because the food was so good. So uh, come and join me sometime out there at the barbecue restaurant on Germantown Parkway. All right. I got to let you go. But before we do that, let's just get on record here. What does the king order at both of his restaurants? So you have, of course, two restaurants. You've got the one on Beale Street. You've got the one on Germantown Parkway. Two different restaurants, two different menus. What do you get on Beale Street when you go eat? What's, the, what's your go-to? Beale Street, ribs. And- Always ribs. And, then, uh, and 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 uh, and and the uh, crawfish corn chowder. Okay, so that's Bill Street, the ribs and the crawfish yeah. corn chowder. But then on yeah. Germantown Parkway, uh, the barbecue uh, restaurant. What do you get there? Well, if I'm if I'm going to go with a, a just like a light meal, I, the sandwich I go with the sausage sandwich. But uh, the ribs are are great there too. Like I like I said, I had rib, ribs yesterday. I, I'm just you know I'm a, I'm a rib guy, so that's. Uh, that's that's my favorite of both places, but my the smoked sausage sandwich is my second favorite there on out on Germantown Parkway. The smoked sausage, yeah, uh, that, I believe that's what they told me one time. I went up there and asked, I said, "What does the king get?" That's what they told me. So, uh, they, and, and there was a, there was a, two girls in there that were um, where were they from? Some somewhere in, in Missouri, I think. But and they worked with a company that was like going around to the different schools taking school pictures for kids. You know, they you know how kids have their pictures made every year. These these girls worked that, and they just happened to see the restaurant came in, ordered the um, the barbecue nachos. Oh my gosh, it was just awesome. They 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 were just they couldn't stop talking about it. it was so such a huge order. I mean, so so much food and and so good. All right, since so the on the menu though, the king is the pulled pork sandwich. Your go-to order, the smoked sausage sandwich, is called the Root Awakening. Yeah, and 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 that's because it started out. It started out, and I mean, you know, uh, that that was my that was my favorite until I until I tried the. I, I started out with the pulled pork, and I knew that was going to be the my my go-to sandwich. So that's why we call that one the king. But then once I tried the Root Awakening, it just uh, it just uh, 
I changed favorites. It just it just became the one that I started ordering more of. All right, it might need to be renamed the pile driver. I think you're right. <laughs> All right, King, thanks for joining us. As always, we will uh, catch up with you soon. See you tonight on Beale Street, March 4th uh, on Germantown Parkway. Thanks, King. Okay, thank you, Kevin. Right, it's Jerry the King Lawler. Always fun catching up with the King. So much information we just had to, to take in there. And we'll try to break that down because look who just showed up. Oh, yeah. Holding a steel chair. He came in here. He was going to hit the king with a chair. You're disappointed the king is not in studio. He was actually on the phone. Yeah, I he thought was he was phone. in studio. I was going to sneak up with a chair. Breaking <laughs> news. You just broke a story. Yeah, we just broke some news here. Apparently, we're going to be going head to head. The The Saturday morning wars are about to heat up. So the king wants a war. You've got a war. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's radio. It's TV. We can coexist, right? We can help each other sure. out. Sure. Yeah. I mean, after all, uh, I mean, how long have we been doing this? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna announce About the result. Five years. So we're gonna pave the way for the return of Memphis wrestling. Come on, that's true. We're gonna announce the results of the of the King's matches he's gonna have on the show. They're all online anyway, right? Well, he wins them all, right? So we already well, know. not just that, but they're classic <laughs> matches. So I don't know. I'm just uh, no, that's great. I, hey, as a Memphis wrestling fan, it's great to have Memphis wrestling on television again on Saturday morning. So it's going to be a fun new chapter as the Saturday morning wars heat up in April. Absolutely. And big props and big kudos, not only to the wrestling fans, but CW30 out there um, actually supporting Memphis wrestling, helping bring Memphis wrestling back to television. Um, even if it is a classic show, you know, where you uh, just have a special commentary. I mean, maybe that's the very first step of getting a weekly pro wrestling show back in memphis so look at it baby steps we're making progress wrestling is back right all right so we speaking of uh being back conrad thompson's back on the show here in our in our next segment we're gonna be joined by conrad thompson of course host of something to wrestle with bruce pritchard he's going to join us when we come back and we're going to go through some interesting uh new uh, memphis related wrestling topics uh from the week uh, that was here. So you don't you don't want to miss this interesting news. So not only is there this, hey, you can't beat the fact that Memphis Wrestling is coming back to, to Saturday morning. Wow. And the King's going to be on weekly. That's yeah. going to be easier to, to to remember instead of one the second Saturday of the month at 8 and the third Saturday, Sunday at right. 11, that, whatever it was before. And that does speak volumes to the Memphis Wrestling fans that did tune in and did let CW30 right. know and let, let them know they want this show every week and and so they were they they were tuning in at those random times right enough people that they're like all right well i guess we can let's let's do this let's do this for real and of course we're here each and every week at 11 a.m and uh, last week zach linder from formerly of wwe.com joined us gave us some inside stories about ronda rousey years ago the whole talk started with her joining wwe he talked a little bit about that we've had wwe hall of famers you can catch any of the podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Take the subscribe button to Slab City, or you can just go listen on demand at CerritoLive.com. It's that easy each and every week. Right. So, yeah, if you missed any part of that interview with the King, you want to go go check that out. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, Conrad Thompson will join us here we're, as we continue to talk wrestling on the radio on Sports Entertainment 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. 
or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Avoid side effects make with wind prices. Laughing out loud. High five to eat mass quantities of delicious food. Consumption of adult beverage like pickles, scissors, and spend quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now, back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to the program. Thanks again to the King for joining us in the last segment. Memphis Wrestling coming back to television. Going head to head with us every single week. The war, the war is on. Uh, go check out, check out that uh, audio later on. <laughs> so dramatic. If, if it's the Saturday morning wars, we're going to be on the network and everything. Imagine if, imagine if Eric Bischoff came on Monday Night Raw and said, "We're coming to Monday Night's WCW <laughs> in two weeks and live from the Mall of America. You don't want to miss it." Oh boy! But that's just what happened on this show right now. Things like this don't happen. They don't. But. Um, Always fun talking with the king. Uh, yeah, coming up in just a second, we're going to be joined by Conrad Thompson. And a little bit later on, we're going to get into some interesting Memphis stories uh, from the week. There's not really a biggest story in the history of our sport. Nothing worthy of that segment this week, but some interesting Memphis wrestling tidbits that we do want to go over before we get out of here. We'll do that uh, later on. But, Dustin, I know you want to plug a couple things first. Yes, man. Coming up on Valentine's Day, if you've been keeping up with the Memphis Grizzlies, and I'm not talking about the Tyreek Evans story. I'm talking about the big wedding proposal. Grizz, live on the court, actually proposed to Halle Berry, and they're going to get married on Valentine's Day. So I want to invite each and every one of you out. Grizz loves everybody and wants everybody to come to his wedding on Valentine's. It's an Oklahoma City Thunder, so it's a rivalry game. The Grizz at FedEx Forum, 7 o'clock tip. My boy is getting married, Kevin, just like you. Just like me. All right, so, and just like Conrad Thompson. And Conrad Thompson. And just like C.J. Hurt. Oh, my gosh. Wait a second. <laughs> I'm going to have fun with this. But then also next Saturday, ASWF Wrestling Perfect 10 event. And you know the power couple has to be a part of a Perfect 10 event. Tickets are only $5. That's in Tuckerman, Arkansas. You can look them up on Facebook for all the details. ASWF Wrestling on Facebook. And we have a whole new list of wrestling dates, Kevin. Not very many Memphis Grizzlies games this month, so we are on the road <laughs> You can get all that on Facebook. You're back in the ring. You're back taking bumps. At Dustin Starr. I didn't say anything about bumps. I just Finally! Said about beating people up, baby. Finally! Five Star has come back to the ring. When was your last match? November in New Orleans at Slidell. Oh, you got some ring rush, you think? I was in the ring with uh, Scott Steiner, so maybe that made me have second thoughts about... He knocked you out no, for a couple kidding. months. No, he did not. You, yeah. I kicked his butt, bro. <laughs> All right. The uh, freak of physique. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Wrestling at the Rec Room, located on 3000 Broad Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. It is 18 and up, but it is the place to watch every single uh, WWE pay-per-view event. Of course, Elimination Chamber is next on the calendar. So uh, make plans to go watch at the Rec Room. Uh, go to RecRoomMemphis.com for more information. That's RecRoomMemphis.com. But they show all the WWE pay-per-views on their giant 20-foot screens. And, oh, of course, yeah. you can watch with all the Memphis wrestling fans in town. They've got the wrestling video games you can play. You can play some of them even on the giant 20-foot screens that they have. Uh, it's wrestling at the Rec Room. They also uh, or the place to watch uh, UFC events here in Memphis. Of course, UFC going on. Um, every month still too. So if you want to watch UFC, big UFC fan, go check them out at the rec room. That is the place to watch 
really Dustin, any sporting event in Memphis. Because yeah. uh, those screens are just, it's, it's, it's enormous. They've got, you know what they have? Do you know what they serve there? They have pizza. Pizza. They have Brim's potato chips. And I know they else? have candy. They definitely have they candy. They have pizza. They have Brim's potato chips. And Poncho's cheese dip, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Take Pon- me to the moon. Mr. Poncho's. Bring all the dip. chips. And uh, so make plans to be there for the Elimination Chamber. Make plans to be at Laughlin Yard on March 21st. Uh, that is a Wednesday. That is our next wrestling Trivia Night. More details to come on this program, but we're telling you to march your calendar now. It is um, our Trivia Mania, March 21st, Laughlin Yard. At, uh, yeah, so it's going to be great. Totally free to play. More info coming on this show and at CerritoTrivia.com uh, very soon. It is our next live event. I'm going to get my wrestling Trivia Mania moment. It's going to happen? Yes. On March 21st. But You've first, never been to Laughlin Yard. No, no, I haven't. It'd be my uh, first time being there. But first, before I get my Trivia Mania moment, I want to talk to my man, Conrad Thompson. Conrad, congratulations, man. You're getting married. Thanks, man. I appreciate the invite, and uh, congratulations all around. Sounds like everybody on this show is getting married. Well, I'm already married, and uh, the interesting thing is Kevin's getting married on 315, not 316, right? I don't know when CJ's getting married. But nobody has a story like yours, man. You are getting married to a flare? <laughs> what is going on? Well, yeah, that's uh, sort of a happy accident. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. <laughs> I, actually, I thought it was a rib. I thought you guys were just, like, playing a joke or something. But this is true. You are getting married to a flare, right? Yeah, I mean, technically, she's not a flare because flare's not a thing. But yeah, <laughs> she, is, uh, she is the daughter of the nature boy. Wow. Okay, Connor. This is we're kayfabe only. Sometimes on this show, don't be, we don't want to know people's real last names. Okay. Well, no, I'm just saying she's been married before. You oh, know, oh, so that's cool. what. It, okay, so but she's a flair yeah. though. She's a flair. She's if she's if she's Rick's daughter. She's a flair. She is Rick Flair's oldest child. Yes. Did okay. So there's always confusion on your origin story. Uh, did you know her before you knew Rick, or did you know who did you know first, Rick or her? Getting the scoop. I knew Rick first. Okay. The first time I met her, she was still married. Roll Tide. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait a minute this is sounding more and more like a wrestling uh, theme here and i was going to ask the question but it's kind of blowing me away here so kevin cerrito's getting married cg on the other side of the glass CJ. is getting married conrad thompson's getting married right, but if- grizz is getting married uh, we're gonna have a fatal four-way wedding is what you're saying I, we a fatal have- four-way wedding i'm gonna go broke getting all these uh wedding gifts I think. <laughs> now i was gonna ask everybody and you included uh, conrad which one of these weddings will be more wrestling I mean, because I know you're going to have all sorts of uh, superstars at your wedding, but Kevin Cerrito, there's no telling what he's going to have at his, right? <laughs> no, we're not having any superstar. Well, we'll have two superstars at our wedding, but that's it. You know, we're, we're not doing a wrestling themed wedding. The groomsmen aren't wearing Ric Flair robes. <laughs> uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty tame. That, so that would be nice. Wait, so the the two superstars, obviously Rick and Charlotte. So, but Bruce is going to be there, right? Brother Love is going to be a superstar. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. There's going to be a half a dozen superstars. <laughs> Tony Schiavone and Bruce Pritchard a superstar. We're really stretching the word, but we'll say they count. Now, what is Brother Love's role going to be in the wedding? Oh, he's got to officiate the wedding, right? No, he will not officiate. Now, I mean, I'm sure he'll be in attendance, but we're not going to have him officiate. But I, I think we are going to have another friend of ours do it, but not Brother Love. Who's going to officiate the wedding, Conrad? Probably, uh, I mean, this is a guy who you really want doing it for you. A fella named Cassio Kid. Cassio Kid. Cassio Kid. 
Put re- that in your Google machine, Kevin, real <laughs> yeah, quick. Yeah, throw that in your Google machine. Now, he's a stand-up <laughs> comedian and a morning show host here in Huntsville, Alabama, and my best friend. And uh, he is uh, an officiant. So we're probably going to uh, tap Casio Kids for those duties. All right, we're talking with Conrad Thompson, of course, from the Something to Wrestle With podcast. We're, we're talking wedding right now since he, he's getting married to Ric Flair's daughter. Uh, now, I'm getting married very soon. Now, who's going to officiate your wedding, Kevin? This is a big announcement, but officiating my uh, wedding is my tag team partner, Dustin Five Star. Oh, yeah. Officiating my wedding. I yeah. am. How about that? Nothing can go wrong with that, right, Conrad? No, I like it. You know, I can't wait until you turn heel and start passing out chair shots. It's there you go. Good- uh, now, what I wanted to know, and, and uh, real quick, last thing about the wedding. I no, guess I got one me. more question. You got one more. Is I have to know, you've got to take the Flair last name, right? I know you said it's <laughs> oh, not a thing, but you got to be Conrad Flair. No, I think I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> we're, we're talking with, with, uh, with Conrad. But you got to have, if it's a Flair wedding, though, you got to have four groomsmen, right? You gotta, or you, yeah. you got to have three and make the horsemen. <laughs> how do you figure that out? <laughs> You know, I'm not sure how we'll figure that out, but I'm sure there will be some fun wedding photos with uh, my dad and Ric Flair and whoever my best <laughs> oh my man gosh. is and myself. I mean, there's your fort right there, right? Definitely, definitely. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. That's going to be a, your wedding has got the top Conrad Thompson. Who's going to be at your wedding? I haven't again? even thought about the the Ric Flair robes, or championship belts. What's the cake going to look like? Not not the wedding cake, but the um, the, groom's the groomsman cake. cake was. And it does mean something different when you say "walk that aisle this way," right? <laughs> Woo! I am including all these in my speech when I'm officiating your wedding. You know, you have a, stri- a strict uh, script you have to stick to. Did you see John Cena uh, did a wedding on the Today Show this week? Absolutely. Uh, so you, maybe you can uh, contact him and get some uh, some tips. All right, we're talking with Conrad Thompson. Uh, we wanted to have you on this week because there's a uh, not only to for so Dustin really wanted to mess with both of us on air about. Well, I wanted to seriously congratulate you guys. Honestly, congratulations. Well, thank you, sir. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's real kind. And if 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 there was a way to set up a fatal four way wedding, it would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Kevin Cerrito, Conrad Thompson, C.J. Hurt, and, and Grizz the mascot. <laughs> but. You're coming to Nashville, Conrad. You're coming to Nashville as we change topics. You guys are going to yeah, be in Nashville this fall. We're pretty excited about it, man. We can't believe it. But Nashville is actually getting a WWE pay-per-view again, and that's been a long time. Right. So uh, they're bringing it, and I believe it's going to be hell in a cell, and it's happening on Sunday, September 30th. And Bruce and I are going to be right up the road at Zany's Comedy Club, and we'd love to have you be our guest. And uh, you can get your tickets right now at mustpose.com. Uh, tickets start at just $35, and in Nashville, you can probably guess we're going to have an entertaining guest or two. It should be a good time. Come see us at mustpose.com. All right, and so you're going to be in Nashville. That is the Saturday before the pay-per-view, the hell in a cell. You mispronounced it, Conrad. It is the hell in a cell pay-per-view. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So you're going to be there that Saturday before. Why don't you come to Memphis the Friday night before? Oh, man, yeah, just do a double shot. Actually, we're going to be there the day of the pay-per-view, so you'll come see us and okay. then go right over to the pay-per-view. But we could come to Memphis on Saturday, right? Why not? Yeah, we could get that. I think that might happen. Yeah, I'm so Saturday in Memphis. But Huntsville, where you're based out of, is pretty close to Nashville, huh? Yeah, I'm less than two hours from Zanies. See, it doesn't really make as much sense. It makes sense for the WWE travel schedule to pair Memphis and Nashville, but for the something to wrestle with uh, schedule... You know, you'd have to how from Huntsville to Memphis is three plus hours, and then you'd have to go the three plus hours to Nashville from Memphis. 
Um, and I know we're a little ways off from there, but do you have any anything special planned just yet? Anything in the works? Let any of the listeners, uh, obviously, a lot of our listeners are listening to your podcast as well. So just give us a, a quick sneak peek of what we can expect in Nashville. Well, if you've never been to a live show before, you know, they're, they're totally different from the actual podcast in that we do allow some fan interaction. So usually it's me grilling Bruce, but we give the audience an opportunity to ask questions to Bruce and we beat them up together. Uh, we also have some visual aids for some of the funny impressions that Bruce does. And we have a whole rack of stories that we can't possibly tell on the podcast. We don't want it to be recorded and then passed around and then we have to answer for our action. So there's lots of underbelly of wrestling stories that we can tell in person. And we're going to do those, of course. And then the rest of the show is going to be very Nashville and Tennessee centric. So anything that Bruce has from his days in the WWE and, and of course, TNA, that he can sort of uh, entertain us with that we haven't heard on the podcast that are really specific to the state of Tennessee. And you never know who's going to stop by. We don't advertise special guests because we do want it to be a surprise, but we've got a guy or two. Yeah, and tell us just a couple of the special guests that you've had in the past. These are not like just typical guests. These are pro wrestling superstars that we've known and seen for many, many years, right? Well, I like to think so. You know, we've yeah. had uh, we've had JBL, we've had Eric Bischoff, uh, we've had uh, John Cena, we've had uh, Al Snow, we've had uh, Blue Meanie. We've had tons of folks, you know, at the different shows come join us. But I think the first special guest we ever had that was unannounced and we didn't really promote it was Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. And Jeff Jarrett coming on to sing that old song that we started with, uh, I don't know, 18 months ago. Yeah, I loved it. was just outstanding. So I'm hoping that uh, we can set a new bar in Nashville on September 30th at mustpose.com. Right, we're talking with Conrad Thompson from the Something to Wrestle With uh, podcast. Yeah, I mean, hey, they could try to get Jerry Jarrett. Jerry, you know, Jerry still Jerry lives. Jerry Jarrett, absolutely. That, How about the king? In that town. The king. The king could possibly make probably an appearance. Do, he could do any of them because he does the kickoff shows. So he could he could yeah. pop up uh, any of them. You're doing Tennessee, Tennessee-centric um, stars. It could be anything. could be anyone. Should be should be interesting. We got to get a show in Memphis. Probably doesn't make sense for the travel schedule to do it that same weekend. We probably will have. I'm guessing there's a chance we have the Monday Night Raw the night after, though. Yeah, that's a good question because usually when they are in Nashville, we get a SmackDown or a Raw real, real close because that's kind of the loop. Just like back in the Memphis wrestling days in the territory days, it was you know Memphis, uh, Nashville. Uh, you had over in Arkansas, and then they went to Evansville, Indiana. So you guys are kind of making the old loop if you do stop and buy in Memphis and uh, and then go to Nashville. I would love to do Memphis. Memphis is one of my favorite towns. Uh, it's a it's a great wrestling town, but it's a great barbecue town. There's just a lot going on. I love your theater there. Memphis is a great spot. I would love to uh, do a show there. We're just sort of following WWE pay-per-view right now. So hopefully you guys get another pay-per-view soon. I know you had a February show a few years ago, but it's time for another. Let's get you guys a pay-per-view. Well, Absolutely. We're not getting one for a while if Nashville's getting one this year. Yeah, so yeah we had the fast We have lane. to wait at least till 2019. But any wrestling fans that are listening right now from the Memphis area, go ahead and tweet Conrad and tweet Bruce Pritchard at Hey Hey It's Conrad and tell them you want a show here in Memphis and maybe they'll make that happen. Yeah, I would love to do that. You know, if there's a promoter in the area who's got a building and a date, you know, we have jokes, we'll travel. Come on. <laughs> uh, you can follow Conrad at Hey Hey It's Conrad on Twitter. Go to somethingtowrestle.com to find the podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, it is, of course, the most popular podcast on the planet, not just wrestling. It's up there on all the tops of all the charts. Okay, so before we let you go, you are you, you have some interesting insight, I think, 
uh, more so than anyone else because of your connection to Ric Flair's family. Maybe you can tell us who Charlotte Flair is going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. Is she going to go against Asuka? Is she going to go against Ronda Rousey? What's happening? Well, if I were a betting man, I would bet that she's going to face Asuka, and I would bet that uh, Stephanie McMahon is going to be teaming with her husband against Ronda Rousey and another partner. And, uh, of course, everybody wants to know who that is, and there's lots of rumor and innuendo out there, but I believe that's the announcement we can look forward to in the coming weeks. Uh, did you did y'all see Stephanie McMahon's Instagram from this week? She's training. She's training with hashtag WrestleMania as one of her hashtags. Yeah, and Triple H is also sharing this. So this is, you know, a couple years ago when they performed at WrestleMania and Stephanie got in the ring. She was training really hard with Triple H. So that could be an insight in what, what's going to come. But, Conrad, who do you think Ronda Rousey's partner is going to be in that match? Well, I mean, I think a lot of people have speculated that they're trying to get The Rock. And, of course, The Rock is going to be tough to do. Right. Uh, because of the movie and, and insurance requirements and things like that. However, The Rock is about as big a box office as you get, but he does come with a hefty price tag, I'm sure. And I don't know that you need it for the mainstream attention. I think Ronda Rousey helps get you the same mainstream attention. So, you know, if you had to look somewhere else, I think it would be fun if it was Kurt Angle. You know, he mm-hmm. hasn't been back in the WWE ring, but him coming out of retirement and you've got two Olympians, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, maybe you could do Seth Rollins again if you wanted to. Maybe you could do Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon being in there with his sister and brother-in-law, that's something we've always wanted to see. And maybe Vince never wanted to put them in a one-on-one match, but in a tag match, that might work. And an interesting name that you brought up was Seth Rollins. And with Jason Jordan apparently going to be out what looks like to be a year having surgery on his neck, that puts Seth in an interesting situation because they've been building this storyline that they can't really finish. So what does that mean for Seth Rollins, Kevin? I don't that's the, the possible curse of Seth Rollins. What have you heard about he that neck injury? To, Dean goes out first. Now Jason Jordan, yeah. I do not want to be his tag team. Right. Partner. What ha, do you, have you heard any insight about that neck injury, Conrad? I have, but I probably shouldn't share. You know, I know his wife is out saying that it's fake news, but, uh, you know, it's not. there you go there you go it's not fake news that's tough news too it's interesting it's interesting i do think you put the rock in that match it makes wrestlemania huge but putting kurt angle in that would would fill that star power and they've done that before that makes sense kurt does kurt versus uh triple h has kind of been set up since survivor series yeah um it's one of those classic set up a feud with triple h and triple h disappears for a while feuds that they set up in, in November. So, all right, Conrad, we appreciate you joining us. We're definitely going to catch up with you again before uh, the Nashville show later this year. So absolutely, um, we will definitely talk to you again before then. But uh, when's the wedding date? Is your wedding date set? We don't have a date set just yet. You know, she's going to be moving from Charlotte, North Carolina here to Huntsville, Alabama, and there are children involved. So we've got to figure out how all that works. And, you know, that gets a little more complicated. So we're going to be considerate of everybody else and figure out what makes sense. But it's probably going to be this year, and uh, we're probably going to have a great time at uh, the show on September 30th. Come see us in Nashville. Bruce and I will be there. You never know who's going to stop by and join us right before hell in a cell. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, and you keep, you, keep plugging the, the, you keep plugging Nashville, but also you're going to be at WrestleMania. Are there still tickets available for any of those? Absolutely. We just put tickets on sale yesterday for WrestleMania. You can see most of our entire schedule at notarib.com. There's a whole list of shows there. If you're listening online, follow me on Twitter. I'm constantly tweeting about the next show 
at Hey Hey It's Conrad, but you can get most of the ticket information for the rest of our tour this year at notarib.com. Nashville is a one-off, though, at mustpose.com. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much, Conrad. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Uh, Conrad Thompson, always fun catching up with them. There's not a bigger Conrad Thompson fan than me. I listened to both of the podcasts. Last night I had uh, What Happened When fired up watching Clash of Champions 10. And uh, one one question I was going to ask Conrad, but, I mean, it's kind of obvious, is how much terrible wrestling does he really watch? Because <laughs> every single week he's having to watch this stuff. And some of those shows, man, back in the day were terrible. All right, we uh, yeah, it's always fun catching up with Conrad, and we will talk with him again soon. He's been on the show, of course, uh, uh, multiple times before, leading up the Go Home Show before the Nashville Show. I'm sure he'll be here uh, with us. Uh, but before we get out of here, we usually talk about the biggest story in the history of our sport, and there's really just not a big story uh, this week at all. Uh, so we're going to just talk about some Memphis-related topics here. And we had a sound effect for it, but our producer just walked out of the building. I don't know where he went. I can sing it. Go ahead. Do it. Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee. You want to wrestle me, Kevin? You want to wrestle me Memphis style? You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me Memphis style? <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some of these Memphis stories. These Memphis <laughs> hey, stories. The nail on the head. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, the big Memphis, the big Memphis story this week, outside of the one we broke earlier in this hour, wow, yeah, about the king, about us going the Saturday morning wars beginning, uh, but we've got the, the John Cena promposal went viral. Uh, John Cena asking um, someone to prom for someone. I'm not really sure how these okay, proms. I know work. a little bit about this. Um, oh, real fast, yeah, a couple of uh, War- the kid's name's Warren. Um, I believe that he uh, is a special needs student at the at the school there. And uh, his friends and family just started reaching out to everybody, and they sent me a direct message on Facebook. They also tweeted me any kind of help that we could get to reach out to John Cena. Now, obviously, I don't know John Cena personally. I've met with him, worked with him in the past, so I sent a couple of tweets out for him, shared a couple of things, and so did everybody else. And because of everybody banding together and just reaching out to John Cena, nobody does it. Like John Cena does it. Right. Not only did he post a video, he recorded well, we got a video, the video. Post it. Yeah, let's we're hear it. We're going to play. But this was a big story before Raw came into Memphis. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I'm trying to tell him, like, hey, Cena's not going to be at Raw. Like back in, right. back in January. A, yeah. So, like, you guys, good luck with this. But finally, Cena did respond. And here, here's what he said. Hey, Warren, how you doing? It's me, John Cena. You know, this guy. You know what? I have heard a lot about your wrestling career. And I will say, me being a six-time, 16-time champion, what you've done is quite impressive. I've also heard there's a very special person who is possibly thinking of asking you a very important question. So, Warren, the question is, will you see Emily at prom? I hope so. How cool is that? Promposal. John Cena is one of a kind, and that is one of the reasons why. He never turned heel. That's why he never turned heel, right? Well, I mean, you've got the biggest superstar wrestler. I mean, he is a big-time celebrity even outside of the wrestling world. And, uh, I mean, he just takes notice to the fans, and he cares about them. All right. Yeah. Other uh, interesting Memphis news. So we always talk about the rec room, how they got those cool games. But I was at work last night, and I was surprised to see this at Memphis Maid's Tap Room. You started texting Young. me. I sent you the picture. But they've got the ro- a classic Royal Rumble pinball machine. It's so awesome. You've got Undertaker. It's really 
uh, we just celebrated the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. It seems like they made this right at that time. It's and everybody it looks, who was involved with, with WWE yeah. when Raw first started 25 years ago. It looks great. The, the game looks brand new, even though it's probably from the right. 80s, right? It's mm-hmm. got uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan and Vince McMahon on there. Just super, super cool. So they said that they just brought it in for a pinball tournament that they're going to have, but... Because, you know, they're fans of wrestling up there as yeah. well because we've done so many uh, uh, wrestling trivias. And Garrett works up there, a big wrestling fan. And they said they requested to try to hold on to it. So they're going to try to hold on to it. But it's there right now. So who knows how long it will be the Royal Rumble pinball machine uh, up at the Memphis Made Tap Room in, in Cooper Young. 50 cents to play. So bring your bring your change with nice. you. 50 cents. I played last night. I, see if you can beat my record. It was a pretty good, pretty good record. But, um, yeah, that's it. Also, what else? What else has been happening, Memphis News? Did you see my appearance on uh, – I got a big Memphis wrestling show. I did, and I want to give a big kudos out to my tag team partner. You're my tag team partner for a reason, and the Mankind joke there on Channel 3 where nobody – I know nobody really got that joke except for probably the camera guys and everything standing around. But uh, they all laughed, and you popped me. Right. So you can, go ch- you can check that out. It's up on my Instagram at, at uh, Kevin Cerrito. On Instagram, I've also got the story up for the pinball. So if you want to check that stuff, there's always something happening. This is the this is the wrestling capital of the world. Uh, there's always so many different ways to to interact and be a part of it. And we will be back here next set. We're gonna have a very special guest next week, so stay tuned on Twitter where we'll make that big announcement this week. Yeah. So follow me. I'm at Cerrito Dustin's at Dustin Star. So we'll be back with the wrestling talk live on the radio next Saturday at 11. Until then, I'm Kevin Cerrito saying so long from high atop Mount Moriah. <laughs>